Thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 50. We are Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. Actually, tonight, three of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. It's not my fault it grows <laughs> in white trashy. It's just my genetics. My Maybe name's you shouldn't Anthony. have waxed your mustache. <laughs> my name's Anthony. And I'm George. I'm Tommy. And I'm Ed. That's right. Evan Jordan is joining us tonight. Not just a guest, but part of the crew tonight on this special, special podcast. But we'll get more into that in a minute. Now, we're going to hit that housekeeping real quick. If you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturday. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us, but more about that later. Now, as we always start off, what are you playing? Evan, so you started off. What are you playing? Uh, honestly, I've been on an, on an, uh, a last gen kick recently. So I've been playing uh, I've been playing some of the original Fear. Okay. And uh, I've been playing I've been playing uh, I beat Spec Ops the line not long ago uh, for the second time. And uh, currently, oh, uh, this game called Binary Domain. Have you guys heard of that? I have heard of that. Binary Domain was was lauded as this uh, first-person RPG, like spy RPG, wasn't it? Is that the one? And then it it just flops so bad. It's like uh, it's kind of like sci-fi. it's third person and it's like sci-fi. So there's got this whole intricate like voice command system. I had to set it all up when I first started, but like I talk to the game while I'm playing it, and you like command your squad mates around with your voice, and it works surprisingly well. Usually that kind of stuff is janky and like doesn't really work. It worked pretty good. I'm having fun with it. I'm wrong. It, it's not the game I was thinking of then. The game but I, it, I, it, I you're thinking of Alpha Protocol, probably. Yes, Alpha Protocol. Yes, that game was had so much hype. Every uh, magazine. That was Obsidian that made yeah. that. And, it and so that was a bad. big disappointment. Yeah, for them. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So you just retro? Retro game in it? Mostly, yeah. The last, I think, new game I played was Death Stranding. And uh, I'm still quite finished with it, but I'm close. I got distracted with this older stuff <laughs> on the PC. But uh, but I am still working on this training. I really like it. Nice, nice. Tommy, what are you playing? I've been playing. Let me guess. Destiny. A little bit. <laughs> Not a whole lot. A little bit. I'll just play that. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, mainly a lot of Pokemon Sword and Shield still, even though I have everything in the game. I had mm-hmm. to. They put in the Snorlax event for the Gigantamax, and I, I had to get Snorlax with a damn island on his stomach. I absolutely had to. There's an island <laughs> on his stomach. Yeah. Okay. All right. But like, there's like a tree and a mountain and shit. It's so cool. But I've also been playing Halo Reach since they added that to the Master Chief Collection this week. Man, I want that. Yeah. Bro. Oh my god. It it's so much fun. Can I play it with you if I get it for PC? I don't think it has crossplay. Does it have crossplay? No, I don't think it does. Because that's what I would. I don't have an Xbox, so I'd have to get it on PC. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I could play with you guys. But. A couple of my friends actually did get it on PC, Evan, and it runs really, really well. It does. So okay, well, good. Maybe that's, that's a plus. That's side. probably where I'll get it. Yeah. Okay. And it's free for anyone with Game Pass because Ma- Master Chief Collection is on there. If it's on PC, you only have access to Halo Reach at the moment because they're staggering the releases just to get them out. Right. There. Actually, a huge congratulations needs to go to you, Tommy, for completing that Pokedex. Well, thanks. Okay. I don't need the congratulations. Killing I talked it. about it on the. I talked about it in the review George and I did. Yeah. Hashtag shameless plug. Go check but that still, out. Congratulations. Super fun. <laughs> See, 
I'm, I'm going to say this real quick before we get into George. That's Anthony's way of uh, one of our conversations. He's like, good job, George, on that on that title of Galar Champion. I'm like, <laughs> my Twitter handle is said Pokemon Master for a week, and you don't say shit. And this is him trying to make up for it. I, That's right, I'm putting you on blast. I literally <laughs> have been told all of my life I don't pay attention. And listen, I keep it consistent. I keep it, I keep it 100, okay? You are consistent. <laughs> You are consistent. Okay. George, what have you been playing, bro? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have been playing uh, an awful lot of Overwatch. So, nice. same, thing, same thing for me. Okay. Um, been playing Overwatch. Been playing Comp. Just been fun. Climbing that ladder. So, yeah. It's George, been fun. George, had, George, you had a bad game the other night. You were I, posting I, it. Like, I, Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I did get a little salty the other night, but I quit. But, uh, yeah. No, I... I I did encounter a very toxic player the other night, and I know Overwatch has its, you know, it's been known to have some yeah. toxic it's got players. A few of them, the sweaty, sweaty, toxic boys. Yeah, <laughs> so a few, guys, just a few. <laughs> ended up, ended up, you know, reporting him, and actually got some feedback from Blizzard today. They were like, "Uh, hey, thanks." So awesome. Turned out oh, well. Thanks. We uh, kicked that fool in his dumb face. I've never seen a game say, "Hey, yeah, we've taken action against someone you if reported." If you report somebody on Xbox. Like, if they send you a, like, super vulgar message or have, like, inappropriate image or gamer tag or whatever, or even just a game, and they take action, Microsoft sends you an automated message, too. says, hey, we took action on your report. Good yeah, job. Yeah, I was going to say, PSN does that also. I reported a guy one time, and they told me they have... They didn't tell me what they did to him, but they told me that yeah. they had took and they action on the report. Yeah. And they don't tell you who, but they tell you, hey, we took action. Right. They killed, they killed that guy's family. Damn, man. <laughs> Damn! Straight from I'm reading terms of service from now on. Still Team 6 uh, executed the hit. Yeah. <laughs> they just <laughs> kick in the doors and just murk everyone. Yeah, just fucking murk them. They even, they that, even... that wrestling commercial where Steen... Or, uh, yeah, Steen was throwing around that kid in his own house. <laughs> <laughs> he even yeets the dog. <laughs> just went in there and just fucking wreck shop. <laughs> but yeah, so man. Been, 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 that's been it for me. Just Overwatch lately. Not much hey, can else. we give a can we give a, a, a shout out real quick to Motion Twin because they got that that nice new big paid DLC coming for uh for yeah. fucking Dead Cells for Dead Cells good. I am stoked for that dude I can't wait thank you for sending I've that never to played me. Dead Cells it's so it's, good so oh, dude roguelikes so you, it would be my shit I'm sure but I just haven't gotten around to George so I beat the game but I beat the game after they updated it and technically made it easier George yeah they made it way easier original like stuff before it was oh, updated man. so. So George has the one up on that with with, with me. So and, and dude, that yeah, that, that fight at the end against the hand of the king, man. Oh my god! But that's like not even the end of the game now, which is crazy. Like, it, it's just a, such a good roguelike. And now that they got some DLC coming out, I'm definitely gonna be firing that bad boy back up real quick. I still have it installed. <coughs> I couldn't bring myself to uninstall Dead Cells. <laughs> I'd imagine same with Oxygen not included. You still got that. You can get it on your Switch too. Yes, yes, I have. You know what? I, I'm thinking about picking it up on Switch. Like, it, I think that'd be like a great game to have on Switch. I have it on PC. Yeah. But yes, I, I, sure. I, I have Oxygen not included installed. Boys. Um, I have a Risk lot of Rain games. Risk of Rain 2 is on fucking PS4. When the hell did oh, it get it? to PlayStation? Uh, it came out a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. on Xbox and Switch. Holy shit. Well, there you yeah. go. Maybe I'll get it. I mean, me and Anthony can play a bit. I'll have to try that. Risk of okay. 2 is so good. So what you been playing, oh. Anthony? I have man, Tommy. That was that was beautiful. The way you just took control, you took that by the balls. And I love it. 
He did. So, <laughs> so hard right now. Um, so I, listen, first and foremost, I have to say, I have an announcement to make. All you, all you fake-ass, punk-ass friends oh, no. who thought, who I thought were my friends. Oh, all no. All you fake people. He's talking about Evan. Hold on. All you fake-ass friends. Hold on, I'm getting listen, the bleep button ready. Someone should have. I know he's talking came, about Evan. Someone should have came into my house, held me by the throat, and made me buy control while their friends were also there holding my family at gunpoint and said, if you don't buy fucking control, we'll kill them. And I'm like, prove it. Boom. One of the kids is done. Oh, I only have two kids now. I buy control. We're all balling. I play it. I love it, though. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you think it was worth? Do you think it was worth the price of a child? It's worth the price of all the children. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, so, okay, so, actually... <laughs> I find it. It's worth the price of my children, George's children, uh, Tommy's cat. Troll's <laughs> <laughs> not worth Dexter. Don't bring, don't bring uh, the cat into this. So, so I, I finally bought it. It was on sale on PSN. I bought it physical. I bought it physical though. Um, I went over to Walmart. They had it cheaper on the website, so it was like fifty at Walmart. I was able to get it for thirty based off the price nice. that you know, Walmart dot uh, com. Um, it's the Walmart way. Okay, so. Here, here's my quest now. Now that I've, I, I've put time into control and haven't just watched it but have played it, um, my goal now is to find someone from Remedy who was either a writer or developer and who was directly inspired by what's called uh, the SCP, which is this fictional government. Yes, uh, the secure containment yeah. protocol, my exactly. man. Okay, so <laughs> whoever wrote this game, was he they had there's absolutely no doubt in my mind they were heavily inspired by the scp they, they listen to the scp they're on that wiki because Bad the way point. that you find the files in this game and this this is very much a game where you need to read the lore that you find because oh, if, so you just, if, if you just played this game without reading any of it it's not it's just going to be a normal third person shooter or a third person action shooter with like abilities and stuff you need to read the lore because the lore will immerse you even further into this this game i plan on reviewing this game this game is fucking phenomenal um and i i i desperately need to book someone who worked on this game for the podcast because i need it's not a want i need to ask them questions because if they're as into the scp as i am like i just like i got we gotta interview them so i i'm working on trying to get someone i'm trying to fucking contact every single social media that remedy has because uh dude this game's so good this game is so good. Now, I have run into like some small frame rate issues. I'm also playing on like a second gen PS4, so I'm not playing on a pro. So it could be that if, if I were playing on a pro, maybe those frame rate issues wouldn't be there. But I mean, it's a small issue. It's not a big issue. Yeah, I, I had a couple frame dips. I'm on a pro, and I had a couple dips here and there, but yeah. it really wasn't wasn't much at all. It wasn't too but, bad. But uh, control has you know taken a lot of my time. I, I I've been really busy with life shit that I I won't go into, but. Control is something that I have sat down and have been given time to, and it is just a wonderful game. It is. Have so you finished it? Or are you still no, working? No, I, I would say I'm probably like a quarter of the way through. I, I, okay. <clears throat> it's why, definitely not one to rush through. Take your time with it. You no, de yeah, definitely. I, I'm reading all the lore. It's cool too because a lot of the cutscenes, like there have been cutscenes where they intermingled actual game footage, CGI, like CGI, like you know, cinematics, and actual like live video. And it's yeah. fucking, like this, this game on an art level is amazing as well. Like there's times where they, they, they work with the, like the contrast, the brightness and make it look wonky on purpose. And it's just, 
this game's something special, and I wish that I would have played this sooner because this would probably be my game of the year. Gotcha. Yeah, it's great. See, Control I want to awesome. play. I want to play it because of how much I loved Quantum Break. It's on. Get. It's going to be on. Uh, Games Pass. Game Pass. I mean, yeah. it might or might not be depending. Oh, it on is. Phil well, Spencer well, fucked yeah, up and said that too early. Already said. I, that's I think, why they said that. Well, that's why they put I, that I covered it on news. We don't have plans. Right, listen. Phil Spencer said it, and then Remedy was like, "Yeah, it's not happening." But I don't think Phil Spencer would have just like slipped up and said something that wasn't happening. I think yeah. it's in the works. Phil and Spencer's just like, "No, no, no, no. They haven't gotten the check in the mail yet." <laughs> Phil Spencer could have said that too to pressure them into it. Like they've been on on the fence, and Phil's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to say it, and now everybody's going to want it." If I had to guess, it's coming in January. You know what I regret buying? This is a, I'm, I'm rounding off on a small tangent. Uh, okay. PUBG for PlayStation. What a <laughs> garbage. Too, I mean, I bought it when I was drunk, so it's not like I was sober, but I mean, still, I 100% regret buying that. That's $20 I could have shoved up my ass instead. <laughs> I forgot to mention, too, I played, uh, so PT, the, the original demo oh for Silent Hill. Oh, my God. I had never played that originally i downloaded an unreal 4 recreation i read online to try to find which one was the most you know like close to the original and they said that one's basically exactly the same so i downloaded the unreal 4 recreation of it and fuck me i i don't think a game has ever like shook me like that game shook like, i played it last it like turned every light in the house off put my headphones on turned off my second monitor so that all that was in front of me was this game and my god I wish that would have been a full game because that was awesome. I did something very similar to that. I played it. A friend of mine, his family owns a convenience store. Well, we took his PlayStation down into the convenience store when, like, at night when everything was closed. Nice. So you had, like, the green light from, like, a stoplight in one side. You had a little bit of light from the coolers and whatnot. Right. But for the most part, it was just pitch black other than the TV. But right. that little bit of lighting just gave it that much more of, like, a creepy feel to it. Oh, for sure. Because if you've ever, like, worked retail and stuff like that and you shut all the lights off, the store is kind of fucking creepy. I'm going to throw it oh, out. Oh, yeah. Shit's creepy when there's no fucking lights on and you're in something that's built as a business. Yeah, yeah. And I played sure. PT in that situation... And that shit scared the hell out of me. It's and really good, dude. It's so Oh my god. So I wanna give a shout out to the makers of PT because Hideo Kojima? Yeah, yeah. Just Kojima. Well, I mean, I mean, just that team. Um when <laughs> so it was probably what in the news maybe two months ago when that guy was able to mod it, get into the code and find out that uh at past a certain point that ghost is Oh old. yeah. It's always yes. behind you. Yeah, like that's. I could hear it last night too. Cool I could hear it right behind me, and I, and I was like, now I know because I read that article. I'm like, I know the bitch is right behind me because I hear her, and I read the article that told me she's right behind me when I hear her, and so like I've never played a game that had me like wanting my back against a wall as badly as that one. I wanted to <laughs> never have like an open area behind me because I was freaked the fuck out that she was back there. But you yeah. always had an open area behind you. I know, that's the worst part, is it forces you, I think that's what makes it so effective, is like, you can't run away from it. Yeah, because the whole game, game you have to go towards it, right? Yeah, so that's what made it, oh man, it's something else, I'll tell you what. Yeah. And she like peeks at you over this, so there's like a balcony in one area, and if you look up, if you don't look up there, you'd never know she was there. But if you have, like, I Bro. stopped and was looking around a lot, 
and she's like peeking over the balcony. Yes. I know. Up, and I'm like, fuck this. Or the bathroom. <laughs> or the bathroom when you try to creep in, and she's like, no. Yeah. And she slams the door. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Why won't she let me use the bathroom? Then no, the she fear. let me use the bathroom in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Norman Reedus going. He have to wear a diaper after I'm done with him. Shit. Yeah, PT is hands down like one of the things that broke my heart about Kojima Productions shutting down under the Konami brand, and then yeah, yeah. you know, luckily he regrouped and oh, of course, you know, we got Death Stranding out of it basically, but um, right, it's still like to this day one of the most treasured things I have installed on my PS4. Like, <laughs> I would love for his next game to be just like you know what Konami, fuck you, we're making something. Like I wanted to make for PT. Yeah, well, here's my Hill. pipe dream uh, game awards prediction. Kojima has repartnered with Konami, and they announced they're doing. I'm gonna predict never, that every year until I it happens. I never want Kojima to partner with Konami again. Well, not, Same here. Yeah, not, not be under their wing, but they work it out, and he's able to make the game. Maybe not underneath them, perhaps, but. They would let him do. Kojima announces Death Stranding 2 starring President, ex-President Obama. <laughs> 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 There's nobody Kojima can't get. Or they somehow tie it into Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh dude. my god. Okay. All, this is how the we Metal Gear Survive universe branched off. We got enough of this. Off. What are we playing talk and PT talk? Although we, we did talk about some amazing games. PT is an amazing fucking yeah, game. Yeah. And amazing theme. But... I like to believe that the baby in the sink, last thing I promise, I like to believe that the baby in the sink is actually BBs from Death Stranding. Ooh, okay. Okay. It might be a callback <laughs> to that, actually. I don't the, know. The yeah. Kojima, yeah, the that creepy ever. factor. Kojima creepypasta. Okay. Yeah. Now, before we take a break, when we go into our Game of the Year nominees, we need to talk about something, guys. Ever since, what was it, June? April? Ever since Dad's Beard's Nerds initial birth in what 2019 no sorry 2018 okay um you know prime has been something that that was never like super consistent until i mean realistically once we got tommy hi and then it, and then it became this more consistent theme you know uh, there was we had issues but like george and i have always persevered when when i moved and didn't have internet george what did we do okay here's how we do more content we do news like We've always, Dad's Beards Nerds has always been some, like, one thing I've always been proud of about Dad's Beards Nerds is our ability to adapt to any situation and still be able to make quality content on a consistent basis. With that said, Dad's Beards Nerds, as you heard in the very beginning, this is our 50th Prime episode. 50 episodes of Prime. And I just want to say congratulations to George, to Tommy, to every guest we've ever had. Evan, congratulations to you. And, you know, congrats to myself. Like, give ourselves a fucking pat on the back because 50 episodes is no fucking joke. Like, we've consistently made content, whether it's been news, reviews, or prime. There are weeks where seven days a week we have content. At the least six days a week we have content. One time we had seven days a week of content of eight different things. <laughs> we just... <laughs> I just want to say... I, 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 I'm, I'm so, I covered that week. <laughs> I'm just... I'm so fucking proud... And I'm so fucking happy of us, like, just the crew that we have, me, George, Tommy, I feel like we all, you know, we all mix and mesh so well with our, even with our own personal differences with the way we do, you know, news or the way we do reviews. It somehow meshes perfectly. 
and, and even just your game opinions. You guys are totally different. Yeah, like, you guys but, like but, all different like, kinds of games, and I like, think it's a perfect balance. That contrast, like, I think it works. Yeah, like you said, it works perfectly. Like, we all kind of have our expertise. But even on the contrast and the way that we do things, like, still, like, what's the word? They, they, they support each other or they, they, they complement each other to a point to where you're never going to get the same dull, boring person. You're going to get three different people doing three different styles of news, and it's never this, the same, and you know what to you kind of know what to expect, but I just I want to say congratulations, guys. And it just this is a this is fucking wild. We hit 50 episodes, and I just I love you guys. I just want to say that a lot of uh, a lot of ums and uhs have hit the cutting room floor. It's been it's been a, it's been an honor to do uh, 50 of these things. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> so yeah, thank you, I, everyone. I love it. I don't know how many I've been on, but it's been a lot, and I absolutely love it. And I thank you two for bringing me on for just as a guest in the beginning of the year and then kind of the temporary like uh third yeah there's another one you gotta edit out (laughs) temporary third chair until we made it permanent although we made it permanent like a month before even it was like four weeks of tommy consistently (laughs) being our guest (laughs) (laughs) worst kept secret in podcasting just saying yeah and then i i got sappy on twitter about it earlier and i'm gonna do it again here if it weren't for you guys I wouldn't even have my own podcast of fighting words because I went from not podcasting to joining you guys. And then, God, not even a month later, like, fuck it. I'm going to do my own thing, too. Yeah. yeah, we hyped you up as fuck, too. Like, like that's the other thing I love about this crew is we hype each other up. We do. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, having... we, we brought Tommy on in episode 36 officially. Okay. And, like, I think for, like... From episode 32 to 36, he was our guest. <laughs> <laughs> I just, was I know or was I already officially? We didn't yeah. tell anyone. I think we've even we, talked about it. We're just waiting to we announce did. it. We did. We but, uh, 100% waited to announce it for the anniversary. I just, dude, I, I can't think of a better group of dudes I, I, I could be doing this with. I just thank you guys for, you know, fucking... Thank you, George, for listening to me and, and, and accepting my crazy request to start a podcast. Back in fucking <laughs> early 2018, with that that silly beer salesman who who made his way into your heart via video games and Twitch, convinced you to fucking hop on this ride with me when I was fucking podcasting with Corella Entertainment. Also, big thanks to Corella Entertainment. I, I have them and I have Cheeks Jr. to thank for lighting that fire under my ass to want to create my own content. And it just happened that I wanted to create it with awesome people, and you two came into my life. Yeah, it. I gotta say, it's a rare situation where you get to work in content creation stuff with people who are truly, like, your motivation. And that's what it is for me. You guys constantly have motivated me to be better, and like I said, even start fighting words and do more with this to reviews and kind of even spearheading prime topics and all that. It's like, it's just amazing. What we have here is such a great mesh and it's such such an inspiring thing for me from being from going from an outsider to just completely engulfed in it. I love it. Well, I think you guys are doing a great job, and I, I like all your content, and I'm proud of you fuckers. You're doing awesome, and uh, congratulations on 50 Prime episodes. That's that's a no small feat. And we also have another congratulations in order. Mr. Yeah. Evan over here starting his own shit. <laughs> Scootcast! That's right, man. Well, I'm excited about the Scoot King stuff that's going on. We've uh, my boy. we've got the first episode of the Scoot Cast out and stuff. And I've got I've revived internet shit. My my web trip that I 
did two episodes of earlier in the year and decided it was too much for me to take on by myself. So I'm glad I found some people to help me out with that. I'm excited about what's to come. Well, congratulations, Van on Scootcast. I'm pumped for it, bro. Awesome first episode. Uh, my man, my man, Flurps, my man, Flurple, coming out with the uh, the expert hot takes at Twitch. <laughs> in fact, the best candy, which he's not wrong. He is in fact 100 correct. Yes, and the rest of you, the rest of you were so wrong that it actually. I had a I had a hard on at the time, and you made me soft until Flurple came up with the Twix and got me hard again. So, Evan, I gotta ask. When are we getting a podcast of Flurple's Dojo a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know about that, watch Suburbanite Slob. Uh, yeah, the, like the, land of, the Land of 10K game stuff. Yeah. yeah. What? Go f- try to find his extra life stream somewhere. There's probably the video, like the VOD of it. Look That's at like the last late like, night hour. Yeah. yeah. It's like the last hour of it. Is all like the flurple dojo a fuck? Yeah, the after dark stuff they did. I liked it. It was great. I told him something like that. Dude, just give me like a monthly podcast of him just talking of like, like I asked him, I was like, all he was like, I need suggestions of things to answer. I just typed butt stuff question mark and he just rolled off of that. (laughs) Dude, the, the man's an expert. You just give him a word. That's how I came up with the, I don't know if you guys have watched internet shit yet, but toward the end of the episode, actually the last segment of the episode is uh, is a segment <laughs> called Flurp's List Shit Quick. And what I, I did was, I just came up with this on the fly, because I, I was like, Flurp's is good at like improv and some stuff. So yeah, I asked yeah. him I asked him questions. I was like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a, a question like the, the five things you should never do when you're drunk <laughs> and just have you rapid fire answers off. So the first two questions were the five things you shouldn't do while drunk, and the second one was things three things you shouldn't say when you're breaking up with your ex. And and the results were great. <laughs> uh, two quick things before we move on to the topic, because i got to mention this about Flurple because it just popped into my head. One, we got to get him on here. Oh, two, fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah, you guys got to get Flurps on here. Two, sure. how the hell is he not a streamer at this point? He has. Okay, Flurple has all the equipment he has like a sick ass mixer for his computer he has a dope camera a dope mic and a like a beast with like a 2080 2080 ti graphics card in it and i'm like dude you have obs now too because we made him download it to record the last podcast and i'm like you literally have every single thing you need to stream purple why don't you do it he's and like he's eh, too entertaining I, don't, I, don't know. Not to. <laughs> I know man i know <laughs> that man is just great we got to get him on here and i know he's listening Flurple, get on here. Flurple, get on me. That too. There you go. Hey, now. And now that's content I would watch. You can email me the video. Get on me while wearing that dad bod play shirt. There you go. I lied. One Gotta more topic about Flurple. Flurple, my, I like, <laughs> model my shirt already. You uh, bought it like six months ago, uh, bro. <laughs> what I'm told, my shirt and Snowbike Mike's are the only shirts that Flurple's modeled. And someone said, how'd you get him to do that? He wore any fucking shirts <laughs> i don't remember who it was but i was just like i don't know that on the internet man it was me you know, <laughs> i always that. mess with them i always mess with them because i'm like I'm, I'm launching shirts uh uh soon flirps and and i always give him shit because i'm like yeah i'm gonna launch shirts and flirps is gonna order one he's never gonna take a picture like he did with tommy <laughs> right <laughs> okay george you got anything else you'd like to say uh, no, I'm good. We're going to take a break. Okay.
Yeah, let's oh. take a small break before we hop into the game of the year nominees. We're going to get on this shit. And then also, you're going to get Evans five must-play games of 2019. We're going to put his bitch ass on the spot. All right. Damn, not bitch ass, though. Be right back. And we are back. Thank you for listening to that awesome ad from Anchor. By the way, thank big you, Anchor. Because without Anchor, we wouldn't be on episode 50. So huge thanks to Anchor. Um, Anchor is also where Tommy distributes his podcast, Fighting Words, and also where the Scootcast is distributed as well. So huge, huge thanks to Anchor for making probably one of the most solid podcast distributing sites. It has its quirks here and there, but generally they, they fix them pretty quick. Yeah, and they should write you a check because you're the reason I know about Anchor, and that you're the reason I landed on it for our stuff. I so. tell everybody about Anchor. Uh, also, like completely consensual. I'm like I'm the reason why they're on Anchor. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> do you want to get your podcast on every single podcasting just like site? You go to Anchor except because... for Spotify. No, we're on Spotify. I'm not. Oh, <laughs> that was the first one they got approved for Scootcast. <laughs> Well, I don't... They're owned by Spotify. That's the crazy part. <laughs> yes, I know this. Anthony's like, get good, okay. Tommy. Okay, okay we're ready to we're ready to we're ready to Tommy, bring us, into the, bring us into the topic. Okay, so the topic for today will be the Game of the Year Awards. And I'm not talking about, like, Jeff Keighley's Game of the Year Awards, guys. I'm talking about ours. We covered theirs last week. Now we've got ours because we did. It was a great episode, the by the way. It, felt it was a fun, fantastic. It was a very fun one. Now, <clears throat> full disclosure, I'm gonna say, did I come up with this list like immediately after talking about that Prime episode? Yes. <laughs> oh, holy fuck! Sorry, one second. I just watched Alistair Overeem get knocked the fuck out. Okay. Well, uh, wow. Back like on, you're surprised back by that? He gets knocked the fuck out every fight he's in. Boy for CTE. Jesus Christ, his face is demolished. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I gotta stop looking at my TV. I'll watch that fight again later. <laughs> okay. So there are some games that I know in our Discord we we have a vote. We have the poll up that you can join the Discord and vote until the twentieth. Like at the second it rolls into the twenty-first on Pacific time, we're gonna just cut that vote off, and okay. then. So we have that. Get in there. Make sure you vote. Someone did ask, hey, what was, why was this chosen there or this or that? Like, why is Call of Duty listed as best PS4 game and not Xbox or whatever? Honestly, there's like two exclusives that really would go on best Xbox or PS4 game. We're talking about so Uprice 412. Yeah, we're talking there, about Uprice. There's going to be third party on there, and we just kind of picked... <laughs> Either where people were talking about it or what where the marketing landed. Yeah, no, and, and and for the most part, that and what whatever we ended up playing on for the most part. But yeah. you know, next year we'll definitely do a better job of kind of spreading them around. I think we we have some ways to make this work. Yeah, and I think we have a good spread here. <laughs> Evan, one. I see that right in days <laughs> fucking gone. What is super wild because I mean the only console that matters is PlayStation. Hashtag Sony Pony. Hashtag Sony Pony. Get on that brony. My name's Antony. You fucking Sony soy boy. Okay, so I'm gonna start with best PC games. The nominees for best PC game are Apex Legends, Dauntless, Untitled Goose Game, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. So, what do you guys think of these games? 
I think Snorlax with a fucking down. island on his belly is, is is super, super, super silly. Okay, I'm so sorry. I just saw that picture. <laughs> and I'm just like looking at that. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's all good. Okay, uh, best PC. Can I start? Yeah, go for it. Um, I want to give that to... Hmm. I want to say Untitled Goose Game. Listen, like, all these games, like, Sekiro was great, had a lot of hype. Dauntless, not a lot of hype. I don't know if that even, like, I, I wouldn't say that should be there, but I don't play a lot of PC games. Apex I Legends put, should definitely be there. But... I put Dauntless on there because of the crossplay and how it's, okay. it runs really well. And oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't belong there. I'm just, yeah, no. I was just giving you but the explanation of why that was. Untitled Goose Game, 100%, I would say, is my best PC game of the year. Because that game still is... I'm still seeing memes posted regularly on Twitter and Instagram regarding Untitled Goose oh, Game. Oh, yeah. So that's my choice. Untitled Goose Game. Okay. George? I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to go in the same direction here. Like, Untitled Goose Game, like, shook the gaming subculture. Okay. I mean... It, it absolutely for being what it was it, it's very complex too you know so i i, I think it, it definitely gets best pc game evan what do you think uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with apex on this one i love Untitled goose game but at the same time like apex just straight up random shadow dropped and like took the battle royale like biz by storm i mean so i'm gonna give it to them because that just doesn't happen that much and i think respawn deserves those props it that. never happens yes yeah, that's, that's exactly. a good point like I, I respect the hell out of Apex Legends. I mean, I respect all of these games, don't get me wrong. But for me, I'm going with Sekiro just because of how how smooth and polished that game was. And it was kind of FromSoft going from Souls to this. They were like, in some ways it's easier, some ways it's a lot harder, but in every single way it's more fluid. It's and always hard. I've had to go to a doctor about it. I mean, there's pills for that, but I don't even need to make it unhard. There's unhard pill. My gift and my anti-Viagra. I more so meant chemical castration. Then he literally can never just get hard. But yeah, but yeah. All right, so we went twice. So we went there. We did. Did you like how I said that and then got totally quiet and like just left you with that? Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the best games. Some people just want to watch the world burn. And you're one of them. I just want to so watch it burn. For the best PS4 games, the nominees are Death Stranding. Yeah, that's all we need. That's all we need. There you go. <laughs> this go next on, team could have gone in any category. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, yeah. Borderlands 3, and Resident Evil 2 Remake. Uh, we'll start with George. What you thinking, bro? Ooh, for me, it's a toss-up between Death Stranding and Resident Evil. Okay. Um, I haven't beaten Death Stranding yet, but it's good. Uh, damn, it's it's tough. It's a tough pick. They both have really good ambient occlusion and sound. I, uh, I, I got to think on it. Pass. <laughs> okay. Anthony? Death Stranding. <clears throat> Call, oh, this, right. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is, is is a great like is a great game. It's like a, it's not necessarily reimagining, but the tweaks they have made to kind of get it back to center. You know, um, I uh -huh. very much, I very much appreciate it. But we get a Call of Duty every year. 
Regardless. That's fair. We get a Call of Duty every year. Borderlands 3 was a lot of fun, but it was more Borderlands. Resident Evil 2, I didn't play. But it was Resident Evil, so I'd imagine it's more Resident Evil. Now, Death Stranding, brand new IP made by Hideo Kojima. A lot of really awesome people in there, like legitimate actors, that helped to bring that that next level of mocap in there. Like there, it, There's a certain level of mocap in there. But you yep. don't see most oh, games. Sure. And I also want to say, Norman Reedus is great, but Troy Baker in that game? God wow. damn. Is that Menacing. not his best performance? Yeah, his best performance by, by far, I think. So I just, all the characters, all, all like the main characters who they show you, like they stand out. You don't forget them. Batman, props to Mads Mikkelsen. I yeah, I was gonna like say I, I feel like Mads Mads Mickelson like really stole the show for me. But, but every time every time I saw Tro- Troy Baker, I was just like Ocelot. Hands down, his best performance ever. <laughs> like hands but seriously, down. But yeah. Here's what I'm saying though: is there are I'm I'm only six hours in, and there are already like five moments that I can't forget. Oh yeah. Oh wow. So, I mean, Troy I Baker mean, killed it. I fucking hate that character. He's a piece of shit. But like, he killed the performance. <laughs> so I mean, just on that alone, like. Hideo Kojima was able to come in, not only make a brand new IP, but make like almost a kind of, not necessarily a new style of game, but just something people haven't really seen in a in a while. Something refreshing, something that felt new. Granted, it's got its flaws in the whole like, you know, take these from point A to point B, but it's not really about that. It's about all the shit that's in between. It's and, the journey. Yeah, exactly. Like it is, you're on one giant fetch quest realistically. Yes, but. It's all the stuff that's happening in between where it's like, wow. Not to mention the game looks beautiful. Also, the soundtrack when you're just when you're running out there or driving out there, when, when all of a sudden that ambient music yes. hits, it's like, fuck. Like it's the soundtrack is so perfectly curated to what you're doing where it's like it's so seamless. But it's also so like there's something relaxing about it as well. So Death Stranding is definitely my PS4 game of the year. Okay. What I about think you, I heard, Evan? I I just the comment on the Death Stranding thing, I, th- I heard a lot of people say, too, like, just walking. But <clears throat> there's so much to that walking. It's like the 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 traversal is a puzzle in and amongst itself because it's not like you're just walking across fucking asphalt, right? I mean, you're going over mountains and you're going through snow, you're going across rivers, and you're like, it's a puzzle. You're trying to figure out the safest way to do it without losing your cargo. You know, I think it's I think it's really something else. I, I'm torn between Death Stranding and a game that isn't on this list, Days Gone, uh, because people shit on Days Gone in general. I felt like, did and like to me that game, I feel like the me- the mechanics and narrative tied together in a way that I haven't felt a game tie together narrative and mechanics in a long time. Like the okay. the game has you going through the open world, and obviously you're gonna have to loot, you're gonna have to gather supplies and stuff. And in a lot of games, like Horizon Zero Dawn, for farming parts in Horizon Zero Dawn was my least favorite part of that game. It just felt chorish, right? Because you just knew you had to get this amount of parts and then you were done or whatever. But it just felt grindy. But like, Days Gone, half the game, I would say, is you looting supplies, but it feels like part of the story because he has to actually do that, right? So it doesn't feel like something they that they just made up for you to go do to, to, to have you doing something. It feels like when you're stopping along the way and you're gathering supplies it feels like that was part of it like that was supposed to be part of the narrative and it's like you'll be riding along on your bike and you'll see a building and go wow i don't think i've ever been in that building so you'll stop and go in and it's like oh it's just really it struck a chord with 
me with with the way they tied the narrative and the mechanics together, and I and I really liked it. But out of the list that you guys have, Death Stranding, hundred percent, and Death for, for mainly the reasons that that Anthony talked. Yeah, it's great, and it's different. It's that's what I liked most about it. I think is that I've never played a game like Death Stranding, you know. And it's like Fair. it's hard to to say that in twenty nineteen that you've never played a game that's like that because most games are like another game somewhere or another. But Death Stranding, it's just it's it's out there and it's weird and it's different. It's something that, that nobody's doing that, you know, and I like that. I like when we push the, the medium of, of games into directions that it hasn't been before. Yeah. For me, I haven't played Death Stranding, so I'm, I obviously can't say that. Like, the game looks phenomenal, and everything about it is just, I don't want to say innovative, because that kind of takes time to decide if it's going to change the industry or add a genre or something like that. Right. But it's new, it's different, and it's unique. That's the word I was looking for there. For sure. And that is probably the most important thing. I would arguably say, even if I don't play it, I will say that is arguably the most important game of the year. Would I say that it's the best game of the year at that point? I don't know. Like I said, I haven't played it. But of what I've played... I'd have to go with Call of Duty on this list just because the story is phenomenal. The gameplay is a lot of fun and it adds a crossplay element that really no games have done this smoothly before. And I really appreciate that. And I think that that is almost as big of a game changer as how Death Stranding is kind of reinventing walking simulator if you will you know what i mean right and i hate the term walking simulator i think it's a super shitty term and is normally just like oh yeah a game's super boring it's nothing but walking blah 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 blah. well some games are like that sorry firewatch that's, that's i was just it. about to bring up firewatch too. That that's one of my make favorite firewatch a bad game yeah firewatch is dope i love that game and it's yeah 90 walking around but it's the story in the world man yeah, and Death Stranding, there's no denying that Death Stranding will eventually innovate this genre. Yeah. Just like Call of Duty's doing with a shooter. And I think that this year is the first time you can say, hey, Call of Duty is innovating the FPS genre. 100%. Oh, yeah. This is the first Call of Duty game I've, I've played in, shit, years. Because I just got tired of doing the same thing every time. Exactly. Yeah, same here. And then, then you throw on top of it that they're killing the season pass model. They're adding a battle pass system, seasons, free weapons, free maps, all that. It, they're taking every step that they should have made years ago and For kind sure. of making it right. For sure. But that's why that gets my vote on this one. And that's saying something because I absolutely love Borderlands 3. Honestly, if it weren't for the Halloween event... I probably would have said Borderlands 3. Listen, can, can I How get... was that? I didn't play it. Awful! Oh, was it? Oh, God. Fucking Awful. trash! Trash! You are against a group of enemies, and not only are you against a group of enemies, but now half of those enemies spawn a stupid fucking skull that pops out and <laughs> slows you down and fucks up your accuracy. Get this fucking shit out of here! It's December seventh. Why is this event still going on? And then to kill the Halloween boss, 
you have to kill, I think it's 25 or 50 oh, of these ghosts. Wait, it's still happening? It's, it's still happening right I now? Think it, I think it ended on the 4th. I was going to say, holy shit. But it was going on for way too long. It should have been like a two-week event with how small it was. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, I mean, but, like, that seems like a long time for how, how long an event to go on. It was such a long time that it put a bad taste in my mouth about Borderlands, honestly. I'm kind of glad I skipped now. But uh, let's come back to George since he was having a hard time thinking about it. You got an opinion now, bro? You know, I, I have to probably lean towards Death Stranding on this one. Just oh, because man. just because of the... That's why I'm going to give you handy. Again, it's just... <laughs> to kind of reiterate your point, Anthony, it's how they told this story, or from what I've seen told the story so far in such an innovative way. Yeah. Um, Definitely, definitely deserves its props. Every yeah, actor absolutely. in that game doing the mocap has... It's above and beyond anything else. Yeah, elevated mocap. Oh, yeah. Other than uh, Sonoa's Sacrifice, I feel like that elevated... God, that game was well. really good. Yeah, but I feel like that one elevated it, <laughs> elevated it as well. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> when you're bringing in these top-tier actors <laughs> to do mocap, but then you have Troy Baker, too, who 100% is a top-tier actor. He's not just a video game guy anymore. Troy no. Baker, you could put him in any tr like big-time movie, and he'll hold his fucking own. Troy Baker, he's got chops, man. He's something special. I couldn't believe it when his character got revealed in this game, and, they, and it said Troy Baker. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. He's one of the best. He, he yeah, really he is. 100%. 100%. So... I did oh sorry, go ahead. Skip over no no no, I just I did skip over. I didn't mention Resident Evil 2 at all, but I had a hell of a time with that game. So I will say props Resident Evil 2 for imagining one of my favorite childhood games and killing it. Alright, so we'll move on to the Xbox one. For best Xbox game, we've got Gears 5, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Devil May Cry 5, and The Outer Worlds. Evan, I know you don't play a lot of Xbox, but do you have a horse in this race here? Uh, the only horse I have in this race is Devil May Cry 5, because I have not played any of the games. Uh, as much as I would love to play Outer Worlds, because that is 100% my jam as like a new Vegas fanboy. Uh, and I play Star Wars a lot as well. Uh, uh -huh. But I just, the only one I've gotten around to is Devil May Cry 5, and I enjoyed it. It took a franchise that I thought had gotten, I don't know, a little stupid and I just was just not that interested in it anymore and I picked up five actually recently on Black Friday and uh, I haven't finished it yet but I'm close and I really like it the combat's satisfying and the the graphics are kick-ass it's running on that that RE engine that uh, Resident Evil 2 was made yeah. in yeah it's such a phenomenal game yeah it's really good I like it so, a lot so far so I picked that one out of this out of this gotcha what about you George you know I really don't have a horse in this race. <laughs> yeah, same. Listen, I don't, I don't. I don't think same. I'm with George. I don't think it's, it's fair that I. It's fair. This. Like that, that's why I was asking about that. The only real Xbox game that I played, to like from start to finish, was I played Blair Witch. Gotcha. And nice. I don't think that was a game of the year game. It was a great game, but I I don't believe that was a game of the year game. So yeah. I I gotta I gotta bow out of this one. Uh, that's fine. If I were to say based off. Like hype and how it went, I would give it to Gears Five. I mean, it not only is it an Xbox exclusive, but it's an Xbox exclusive mm -hmm. that not only Tommy, I saw you, but I did see a lot of people on Twitter 
Instagram and Facebook talking about how much they loved it and how much they loved the changes made to it. But yeah. Dr. Disrespect was playing that game for like a solid week, so... I mean, he put a keyboard over that game, though. But you gotta have like some credence to that, so... If I were to if I were to choose one, which I didn't play any of these games, I would say Gears Five. Gotcha. See, I have I do have a horse in this race because I'm the only one here who plays Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is a really hard one for me. And honestly, when I broke this stuff up, I really shouldn't have put Gears Five, Star Wars, and Devil May Cry in one category because this is the fuck me category. I have to pick something because <laughs> I love all three of these games, but. Devil May Cry 5, like like you said, Evan, runs off that RE engine, off that beautiful goodness, has the best soundtrack I've ever heard in a video game, really, other than, like, Kingdom Hearts. And it it's just so smooth, and the way the music amps up as your combo gets higher, it, it's so great. The story was awesome, but that's not my choice. <laughs> Star Wars... Super fun, phenomenal. I'm a huge fan of the series. Uh, what Respawn did with the engine using Unreal, which EA, for real, stop making people stop use Frostbite. Making fucking Frostbite. My God, like, don't even get me started on that, dude. Respawn is <laughs> That's the that you don't need fucking uh, Frostbite. Apex, Titanfall, Star Wars. All run off of Unreal. Guess what? They're the best three games you've released this generation. I think if Anthem would have would have been made in Unreal, there'd have been significant. It'd have been a phenomenal spots. game. Yeah. It would be on this list if it had. Yeah, I agree. There were a couple performance issues with Fallen Order, mainly the camera, that like fucked me over. And I'm like, well, Gears Five is better. <laughs> I haven't. I don't have a horse in the race with Outer Worlds. Like I've played maybe an hour and a half of it. It's fun. It's fine. But for me, Gears 5, 100%. The story, great. What it did to the franchise, amazing. Like, it had a partially open world. The story, so much fun. Emotional. The gameplay, smooth. The sounds, ev just everything about it. The voice acting. Oh, Yeah, that's, that's why I actually want to get on PC, because I'm a... I'm a mechanics boy. You're going to sell me on a game with the mechanics before you sell me underneath. I don't care if it looks like shit. If it has good mechanics, I'll play it. Yeah. And, well, uh, Gears my, dad, Gears my dad's a good mechanic. So impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so I need fun. my shit marks, too. But we'll save that for later. Do you like my dad? <laughs> but Evan, he's Gears single if you want to be my dad. Is he? Yeah, he's single. Anthony's about to have two dads. Cool. Yeah, hey, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get done. We'll talk. Oh, you can get those digits, man. Take care. I'll send you his phone number. Have sex with him. Yeah. Yeah, dad bod please featuring his stepdad featuring my stepdad <laughs> featuring my dad's <laughs> my dad's yeah, I saw yeah, on twitter five. though where like gears they have like like if you sh like if you broke some ice uh in, in an area like that shit looks and like oh it looked awesome though like when it broke and how the how it fell down into the water and like the fact that you could leave an area and come back and mm -hmm. all the stuff you did is still there. That's that's fucking dope. I think just cool what the coalition like, did the with that, all that stuff, blew me away. Which is why that for me is the best Xbox game. Now we're gonna go on to the Switch one, which the nominees for that are Fire Emblem Three Houses, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Super Mario Maker Two, and Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. George. 
Pokemon. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. Why is Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on this fucking list? It's a remake. I put Resident Evil 2 on here and it's a fucking remake, okay? okay I mean, listen, wait, 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 wait. That's fair. You've put me in my place. I will now sit back. <laughs> I didn't pick Link's Awakening. George did. Yeah, Anthony, so shut you, you up. You have, you have adequately put me in my place. Fuck you, I man. Will now sit down and watch the adults talk. <laughs> that fucking beat gets me every time, dude. Sit the f down over at the children's table, okay? <laughs> All right, George. And I did put Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on this list because it's cute. I was going to put Astral Chain, but he was like, I, I put Zelda. I was like, all right, cool. I'll go with, I'll go with your input. I mean, to Legend be fair, I, don't, I barely think anybody played Astral Chain, but whatever. I'm the only one here who's played Astral Chain. <laughs> I want to play it if that's, any, if that's any occasion for it, but I have not played it. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying over here. Legend so, of Zelda, Zelda's Link's Awakening. George, you said Pokemon. I did say Pokemon. Pokemon, uh, I have Pokemon Shield. I absolutely adore it. Had a great time playing it. Still playing it, uh, just not this week. Um, but yeah, I for me, I, I dug a ton of time. Is George Pokemon. out here ticking for, for Zelda to be on the list? He's not even going to pick it. I know. Oh it, it, for, me, it's, it, for me, it was about the amount of time I put into both games. And Link's Awakening is so fun. Like, don't get me wrong. For, but it's yeah. it, it, it is a remake. It's a pretty true to the original remake too. So if you've played the original Link's Awakening, it's a pretty easy game to just jam through, and that's kind of what happened to me. Okay. So, um, in my opinion, I got a lot more re return on my investment, so to speak, from Pokemon Sword and Shield. But my my son loves Link's Awakening too, so it's all good. Gotcha. Okay. What about you, Evan? Uh. Fair. This is the one that I don't have a, a horse in the race for. I have not played these games. Okay. Uh, gotcha. I I have had my Switch this year. If I had to write one in, I'd say Ape Out because that game was nuts. That's uh, fair. But but none, I've not played any of these, even though I'd I'd like to. The Switch got as much attention for me this year as it probably should have. But I've just been gotcha. there's been so many damn games. Yeah. You know? Now, it's not what a bad about problem you, Anthony? Me? Yeah, you. Because I know, I know you're new to the Switch. My favorite, actually, if I had to pick from this list, <laughs> I, I'm going to pick Stuck at Anthony. Not <laughs> only <laughs> <laughs> was that a fucking great game, but it did have me sucking it, which I'm phenomenal at. If you've ever seen me eat Pelo Puerto Rico or a Popsicle, you would know. Um, <laughs> all jokes aside, it was something on our spreadsheet where it says Suck at Anthony. And it's amazing and I love it. Um... <laughs> Listen, like, if I'm going to have to go with one, like, I'm going to have to choose Pokemon Sword and Shield because okay. it seems to be, like, out of all of the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook hype and posts I've been seeing, like, it was a close call. It, it, it was a close race between Super Mario Maker 2 and Pokemon Sword and Shield. But for whatever reason, Pokemon Sword and Shield edges it out, and people like the ridiculous evolutions of those dumbass starters that's right. I said, Score Buddy kicks a soccer ball fireball? Are you fucking kidding me? Game Freak, actually, are you so out of ideas actually, that you can't make a decent fucking Pokemon? If you read humans. If you, Pokemon are humans. If you, read the if you read the Pokedex, he actually kicks a rock that's on fire. Oh, it is Listen, a rock. there are so many human or Pokemon, or Pokemon. There are so many 
humanoid Pokemon that at this point you are enslaving people. You're a fucking humanoid I'm Pokemon. If, if that game was called Pokemon, you know I'm already on it. Listen up. If, if I'm in the Pokemon world, guess who I have in my Pokeball? Gordon Ramsay. I throw him out. He says, it's fucking ridiculous. This is the worst food I've ever Pokemon yeah. only ever say, this, say their names. It's, you would just say Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay is Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay is Ramsay. But I'm throwing out Gordon Ramsay. No, 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 no. It's in England. It's Pokemon England. Gordon Ramsay is my Pokeball. Fuck you guys. Okay. Okay, so, Pokemon Sword and Shield. All jokes aside, Pokemon Sword and Shield will be my, my Switch game, even though I didn't play any of those. But it did garner the most hype, the most acclaim, and the most people who I saw raving about it. And you cannot deny that. So Pokemon Sword and Shield, with all jokes aside, would be my pick. That's fair. God, that game had Twitter on fire didn't it like that was both ways though i mean there there was the whole oh, crowd yeah. the whole crowd of people before the game launched that were all pissed and then after the game launched everybody shut the fuck up and they were like oh wow this is actually a really good pokemon game yeah you know you know who i want to shout out for for making some of the best pokemon sword and shield videos is ray apollo Oh, dude, oh, did you see? Did you see the one where, where he was just like when you're battling your little cousin? It's a level two. Uh, oh God, what Pokemon was it? But anyway, used uh, Endeavor, and it's yeah. so it, so he it, hits it. It didn't kill him, right? It, it, he hits it. He hits it. It has a Silk Scarf, so it survives with one HP, and then uses Endeavor on his like level fifty two Pokemon, and it takes it down to one HP, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" Ray's face is so <laughs> priceless in that. It's it, it just. Because at first he's is, just like I'm gonna fucking destroy you. <laughs> yeah, Ray Ray is making some of the best Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. Like like just I want to sh- big shout out to Ray Apollo for just all around. I feel like he has social media. Like he's just making some of the best content. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's my choice. Final answer. Okay, so for me, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I I, I love Pokemon Sword and Shield. I but. absolutely love it. Pokemon Master here, call all of them. Bred 456 fucking score bunny to get a shiny. God, I'm never doing that again. How do you have so many score bunnies? You bred them? I had... Catch dinner, bro. Look, man, my Cinderace and my Ditto fucked. <laughs> ditto fucked. Everybody knows oh, Ditto fucked. They, they bred like rabbits. Look at Ditto. Ditto he's been like fucked so much, he's just I, a ball of food. I, I, I like to think that at... When Ditto fucks, he's like, "How big do you want it? Like, how big? What's your like, what's your optimal size? Boom, eight inches. Boom, I'm gonna give you nine. I got that Ditto back, and it was just a ball of jizz. Ditto's like, "You want twelve inches? I'll give it to you four times." <laughs> but that's not my game of the year for Switch. The best game on the Switch from this year, in my opinion, is Fire Emblem Three Houses. That is the best game I have played since Breath of the Wild. Called it. Let's be, let's be, we all knew this was coming. <laughs> it is, I mean, if you saw my Twitter rant about it, you absolutely yeah, knew exactly. <laughs> Fire Emblem Three Houses is such a good game. It is the mixture of a strategy game, and then they added persona elements with the school and the calendar and all that, and having multiple endings. Oh my god, it's there's everything just so much fun about that game that I love it. So that that's my vote there, even though it pains me not to say Pokemon. You think it got shafted? It 100% got shafted. Yeah, I agree with you. I did see so, a lot of hype for Fire Emblem. 
Well, also, it, there's that doctor who's a total slutty lady. I mean, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, guess what? I'm a slutty boy. It's right up my alley. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so before we get into our personal game of, games of the year, and then the I'm so sorry you guys have to deal with me on a fucking weekly basis. <laughs> it's all good, bro. I love it. <laughs> We've got another category of most anticipated game of 2020. So, Evan, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. What's your most anticipated game of 2020? Most anticipated? That's, that's, there's a lot of good games coming out next there year. There really is. This is a hard one for me. Um, wow, you weren't fucking kidding when you said you are going to put me on the spot. That Jesus game got announced today. <laughs> yeah, the untitled Jesus game. That's yeah, what that I'm calling it from now on. Do you want to go to hell? Are you, are you guys serious? There's a yeah, Jesus game. Yeah, Do, you Jesus hell? Do you want to go to hell? <laughs> I'm already go I'm already going to hell probably. Right. So. I play Doom, play so I've been to hell. I'll see you guys there. Yeah, I was I'll gonna say. Back to me, Tommy, on the 2020. Yeah, Anthony, most anticipated game of 2020. Well, <laughs> to be honest, I'm looking at a list of games for 2020, and I would have to say Cyberpunk 2027. That's fair. Uh, um, listen, it it could have been Final Fantasy VII Remake, but guess what? They still have yet to put on their box work part one. Shady fucking Square Enix trying to sell the, the, the layman Final Fantasy VII Remake thinking it's a full <laughs> game, but it's not going to be a full game. No, seriously. There, there, there's a fucking there's a problem with that. That's an issue. It's part yeah, you're one, right. and they don't have part I, one on that box artwork. Listen, I, I'm I a think Square Enix I, fanboy to the fucking end. I think, you're, I think you're right until we see what this full game, quote-unquote, is going to be. a full 40-hour game on a 20-hour part? Well, what the, are they adding in to make it more? Why do we need more? Listen, Final Fantasy Remake right now, until I play it or see people play it, can eat my butthole with a silver spoon while I have cottage cheese with a little bit of mango on it. Now I have a hard on. But Cyberpunk right. 2027 is gonna be is gonna be not because Keanu Reeves is in it because it seems like a it a really interesting game like it seems like it's gonna have a lot of really cool mechanics with really awesome gameplay and a really awesome world. It yeah, does look really absolutely. Cool. That's my George, pick. What about you, buddy? Okay, so for me, it's right now. I I kind of have three of them. Like that's fine. But, Give them to but, me. But the, but the first one yeah, for sure right now that I'm super excited for is Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah. Um, I am a huge Doom 2016 fan and Doom fan all around, except for, like, Doom 3 was okay. What about the movie? Doom, was, Doom the movie was terrible. How uh, <laughs> dare you? The Rock was <laughs> a rock. national treasure. <laughs> the, the Rock very, very well may be a national treasure, but it was still a terrible movie, and that's fine. But, hey, that is our future president. But still, I mean, it, that was God, like back. That, that was back when like video game movies were like really <laughs> terrible. But uh, the other one that's got me really hyped is Overwatch Two. Oh yeah. So Overwatch Two, I am I'm exceptionally hyped for. I'm definitely gonna buy it and review it for the for the podcast, of course. Um, nope. But uh, you know, a lot of people are giving that game a lot of shade right now because they're like, you know, this looks like a DLC. Um, so I, I'm interested to see, jump into it and see what it is, what, for what it yeah. is. Um, and, and same thing with, you know, some of these other games. I think we just need to, to, to wait to see like Final Fantasy seven 
and and see what they have to the coming to the table because I'm definitely jumping in on Final Fantasy VII as well. Um, it comes out the day before my birthday or after my birthday, I can't remember. So um, yeah, those are my three. Gotcha. See, I'm all in for Overwatch too because I've wanted a story for Overwatch since the game even came out. I absolutely love Overwatch as you guys know, but for me, my most anticipated game is the Avengers. It's taking two things I absolutely love. The style of Destiny and comics and putting them together. Yeah, I'm excited for that as well. That's we I think got, people are shitting on the character models. Oh my are. god. Right? We've got a whole loot system that's very similar to Destiny and we've got something that looks like it could be a phenomenal story also with Troy Baker. But yeah. I'm I'm just so in. Like since they showed us that trailer at E3 this year, I was I was in. I'm like, let's go, let's get it. I'm only sad that I I'll have like six months to play it before next gen comes out, and then they'll inevitably release a port on next gen, which I'll buy. <laughs> it's like, god damn it, why do I have to be such a sucker for this shit? Right? So <laughs> what about you, Evan? Okay, so I've got them now. Uh, I'm going to pull it because one just seems unfair. Go for uh, it. Cyberpunk is a gimme because I feel like if you're not excited for that game, you're just, you're wrong. <laughs> like, it's going to be fucking you're incredible. You're wrong. That one's got to go on. Uh, but as well, I would stick in there Predator Hunting Ground. Uh, I was a big fan of Friday the 13th and uh, Asymmetric style of that and i'm excited to see how they execute that in in the new predator game that looks like my, my jam uh so i'm excited for that one and then i'm also really excited for the system shock remake uh system shock and immersive sim games in general are type of games but system shock's one of the best i think immersive sims it's been ever made system shock 2 and uh they're remaking the first one which has not aged that well i think to go back and play it now is but uh, but I'm excited to see Night Dive Studios is the one who's doing that, and uh, I'm excited for that. System Shock is a dope series, so that's my three. Gotcha, nice. So, with that, that brings us to our personal games of the year. Anthony, give us one or two games that are kind of your your favorite of the year. So I wish, <laughs> in my heart of hearts, that I would have played Control sooner. Because I just, I have no doubt it would have been my game of the year. But I literally got to it this week. And I can't in good faith put it on there. Um, it, it's a wonderful game. And it should be definitely on this list. And I wish I would have picked it. I wish I would have bought it sooner. But yep. but I didn't. So um, my personal game of the year is probably going to be, I would say, Death Stranding. Like, Okay. Although I haven't played it as much, it has had such an impact on me that it would be really ridiculous if I didn't put Death Stranding as my personal game of the year. Gotcha. Right on. <laughs> what about you, George? You know, this is, this is a tough one, but, you know, Pokemon definitely sucked up a lot of my time, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, but it would have to be between right now just off the top of my head of all the games that have had the most impact on me, Pokemon and Death Stranding. So if I had to give 
two of them, it'd be those two. Um, gotcha. And not to piggyback off Anthony, but, you know, Death Stranding, every time you stop playing that game, you just kind of, like, I don't know if it's just me, but it just makes you kind of look at the world a little bit differently. <clears throat> I, you it know? really sticks with you in your head after you play it. To, to yeah, it's, like, it's one of those games you think about after you, pl- after you put it down, you know? Yeah. So that that one for me is where it gets me. And then, you know, Pokemon, I'm a longtime Pokemon fan, so I absolutely adored it. So those two for me are what I would go with. Gotcha. What about you, Evan? Do you have two? Well, one or two? Uh, whatever you yeah, want to go with? I, I would say since that's training, great. Uh, uh, I'm going to say my top two would be Days Gone. And I think Days Gone, like, that's the first time in my life I'll probably tell you don't fucking listen to what Greg Miller says because that game is great. Like I, I, I think I spent the most time with that game probably this year out of any played, and I just found myself lost in that world. I loved mechanics and I loved exploring, and I just I think that's probably my number one of the year. But Control is a very close second because Control, like Anthony said, is it's it's super like it feels super polished. It feels like weird and you want to know more about that world and you really want to learn about what's going on and learn about all the different shit that's happening because it's really complex there's a lot of stuff going on in control and uh and i think it'd be like he said easy for people to skip over that all that lore and stuff but i think if you do you're doing yourself a dis- disservice because yeah that world is is right up there days gone for me in, in terms of there's something to find every little nook and cranny and it just it feels really thought out and I love how they're tying it back in with the DLC to Alan Wake somehow. I'm excited to see how that all works. And uh, Control is just excellent. It's a great game. Uh, the whole Alan Wake series can be an OOP in oops. <laughs> see, <laughs> for me, for my game of the year, it's a toss-up between Fire Emblem Three Houses and Kingdom Hearts 3. While I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge Fire Emblem is a better game, it is completely like leaps and bounds better this is where i'm going on the personal side which is actually completely why i put this on there so so i can say kingdom hearts 3 is my personal game of the year i've been waiting for this game for 13 years and it didn't disappoint me at all i love the combat i love the story i love the music i love the looks i love the worlds i can't wait for the remind dlc in january I am so excited. It, While not the best game, it is my favorite game. Which is really what I should have called this category instead of personal game of the year. Favorite game Just of the year. Favorite, yeah, for sure. But, for sure. Which then leads us to the overall game of the year where what happened was Anthony, George, and I picked two games each. And we're going to have the community vote on our Discord again. Voting will end on like 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on December 20th. And your input plus our own to decide what is the DBN Game of the Year of 2019. Remember how I said two games each, right? Well, there's only five nominees because George and Anthony picked the same damn game. Yeah, that's true. Cool. So (laughs) the nominees (laughs) for the DBN Game of the Year are Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh-huh. Devil May Cry 5, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Death Stranding. 
Let's start with Evan. As, uh, as the guest. Out of those five, I would I would land on Death Stranding. It's just, once again, it's just doing something different. And it's just blown me away, and it's one of those games that sticks with you, you know? It makes sense. You... So Death Stranding for me. Anthony? Death Stranding. George? Ooh. It's 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 tough again, but I think Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Again, I'm deviating from the pack. Well, from the pack. Fire Emblem Three Houses for me. Again, didn't play Death Stranding. I want to play Death Stranding, just haven't had time. But I absolutely love Fire Emblem. I'll literally mail that to you when I'm done with it, so you don't have to buy it. Yeah, you've got to play Death Stranding. I can just borrow it from Justin, Anthony. It's not that cool. big deal. Cool. Oh, shout out real fast on a tangent to Justin on making some of the best gunplay lately. Okay, back to it. Yeah, he's on fire. He's like, on fucking fire, bro. I'll have to tell you some of the stuff he's working on. Okay, okay. Go back to it. Go back to it. Sorry, sorry yeah. go back to it. Fire emblem. All this editing. <laughs> nah, you can leave that in there, George. Just leave it in there. It's fine. <laughs> they know we're crazy. Um, are you sure? Yeah. Fire emblem. Phenomenal game. Devil May Cry, great. Pokemon Sword and Shield, great. COD, great. Death Stranding, I'm sure is awesome. But Fire Emblem, just like Death Stranding resonated with you guys, it resonated with me. So much so. Like, I hadn't played a Fire Emblem since Radiant Dawn on the Wii. And I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about getting back into this. But once I got back in, and you guys know, and any listeners that were listening over the summer know, I was hooked. I was on that game just going. And I don't think I've had a game like that other than Destiny 2, this generation, that it's like, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, and I'm playing. Like, just over and over again. And I absolutely love it. It is, in my opinion, the, I don't want to say perfect, but the best possible way Nintendo could have just been like, we don't have a Mario or a Zelda? Cool. Well, we sling and dick with Fire Emblem. A full eight <laughs> inches, boys. A full eight inches. <laughs> so all you guys have Death Stranding. I have Fire Emblem. And don't forget, like I said a minute ago, let us know your picks by voting in our Discord. And you can also go to anchor.fm slash nerds, where you can leave us a message letting us know what your pick is. And we you will can play do that on episode. But, but I'm not compiling that. Anthony will do it. I'll, I'll compile it, or George will. One of us two will. Somebody who mean? knows how to do it will. What do you mean? You know I'm going to have to do it. What do you mean? What do you mean? You what, do you, mean? what do you mean? I spearheaded this whole game of the year thing, and I'm like, we're going to vote on Discord, and then Anthony's just throwing a wrench in it without even telling anyone. He's just like, we're going anchor. Leave that message there. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 100%. Hijacked. 100% hijacked. So, are we going to take a bit into the final topic? Or yeah, we'll, get no, no, taking the final, taking the final. Yeah. Okay, our final topic, which is why we brought Evan on here, because Evan has been wanting to talk about something like this for, God, what, like three or four months now, Evan? Oh, I mean, I've been making, I've been making lists for for months. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm weird about fucking. I like making. I make this way, man so. has lists for days. <laughs> so he came on. Like, the original plan a couple months back was for Evan to give us a list of kind of, like, the best games ever. He DM'd me the other day. He's like, hey, man, I got this list. 
I'm coming on. Anthony said you were spearheading Prime this week. This cool. I'm like, I'm like, let's change it a little bit. I like the list idea. Let's let's do the five must buy games of 2019. Oh yeah, dude, uh, Evan. I don't mean to be a dick, but Control better be on that fucking list. It is. It is Control. <laughs> Good. So let's do a rundown of those five games and talk Fake about. Fake news. Sorry. I. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna they don't start have to out in a particular order. You could just be like, these five are great. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, could do order. order. I don't care. These are not in order. I didn't do an. Order. I mean, I could have, but but it feels like doing them a disservice. I don't want to say one's better than the other because they're all. And that's fair. Um, so starting it out, no surprise to anyone. Days. I mean, a lot of. I don't think enough people gave this a chance after reading the initial reviews, and be seeing up. it so mixed. Can I give you a bit of honesty why I didn't even try it? Yeah, do so, it. So after having kids, I'm really fucking stuff with kids. And there are freakers that are children. Yes. And I, I did see a, a gif of him killing one of those freaker children, and it completely turned me off. It's yeah, just, it's, there, there are freaker children, in for sure, so and they're I, vicious. I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't touch it after that. I, like, I saw one and was like, nah, I, I can't do it. Not to diminish from the game, but it, it's just a personal... Right. Yeah, that's super dark that you're shooting kids. I, that, that's one thing I, I, that I like is that they push the boundaries of it on. Because that's one thing I don't think you see a lot either. Yeah. Is like, in zombie games, there's never kid zombies, which in reality, if zombies should be. happen, there would be, right? Like Walking Dead. The first episode of Walking Dead doesn't he kill a kid zombie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'd start out with Days Gone. I just, I think, like I said earlier, mechanics and the narrative mesh together in that game on a level that probably outdid any game I've played this year, I think. I'd say the mechanics and narrative mesh even more so than Death Stranding, probably, which is, that's a bold fucking statement <laughs> after after playing Death Stranding, but I, I mean, I just struck a chord with me. I really liked it. I think, go give this game a chance. Um, next game on the list that I think is a must-play is a, is one that I think probably a lot of people didn't play. It's called The Beast Inside. Uh, I am a super horror fan. Did you stream this? I did, yeah. It was That's part of my 12-hour extra live stream, yeah. I did finish it there. I finished it off stream, but we played it for several hours, and I was really into it. Uh, it's It's got that same deep psychological type horror of, like, PT or, you know, like Resident Evil 7, how it had the really psychological weird shit going on at the same time as the, the family is all, you know. Uh, and I think Beast Inside, it caught me off guard when I first started playing it. I was like, okay, this is going to be like an amnesia, you know, or, or an Outlast, where I'm not fighting, I'm just running away from stuff. And I was fine with that, because I, like, I love amnesia and Outlast. But then, out of nowhere, I'm playing the game, and I get the fucking boss fight of the game, which I didn't even think. And I have a gun in my hand, and I'm fighting, and I'm wow, this game just went to another level. They... I think a lot of you see a lot of horror games, especially indie horror games like that, going the more uh, the more outlast amnesia route of it's it's a hide and seek game, you know. Uh, and the beast inside totally caught me off guard with starting out the game like that and then throwing combat later on. And I think it's a a good mixture of uh, of tense encounters where you are fighting, so really dark and weird story development. And I think I don't want to go too much into this part of 
experiencing that game, but it is a PC exclusive game. You can't get that on consoles, but if you have mm-hmm. a PC that can run it, I definitely recommend Beast Inside. It's probably my favorite horror game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to number three is Control. And uh, like we've talked about, I think Control is... Remedy, first of all, is one of those studios. When they put something out, I play it. Because they just have always made I don't think I've ever played a bad game from Remedy. From yeah, Remedy. I don't think there... I don't know if there's been one. Uh, I think everything they, they put out, they have quality standard with it, and they always need it. And Control is no exception to that. I, it's, which, as far as quality is concerned, one of the best games that came out this year. And uh, I definitely recommend it. I know we've talked about it a lot, so I won't touch on it for very long, but definitely play like um the next one is one that an indie puzzle game uh, for the Switch, and I think it came out on PC as well. I have it on Switch. It's called Baba Is You. Did any of you guys play this game? I nope. have not played it, but I've heard of it. No, I have not. Okay. What was that again? It's called Baba Is You. Baba Is You. God, it sounds so familiar. Hold on. Baba. It's, a, it's basically this, it's a pixel art puzzle game, and you're this creature called Baba. And the way the puzzles work on it is it slowly starts you out. got to a point where, like, I'm still stuck on a level, and I can't beat it. I just, I'm going to have to look up a guide for it, and I've tried to avoid that this whole time, but I just can't. Like, it's too hard. <laughs> and it's, you, like, rearrange the word on the screen, so there'll be, like, uh, wall. Okay, so, for instance, early on in the game, one of the big words you get a lot is so you can move the words around. You push the words around the screen with Baba, with your character, and you move the words around. So instead of it saying Baba is you, you move Baba out of the way and put make it say wall is you. And then boom, all, all of a sudden you're playing as the wall. And the goal is to get across each level and get to the flat to complete the level. And it sounds super simplistic, but it just gets so complicated. For, and the puzzles get so hard and require so much thought and... It just really caught me off guard. It's like it's like a fifteen dollar game, and I've spent way more hours than I anticipated playing it, and, and I definitely didn't expect to get stuck on it. Uh, so go check that out. I think that's an underrated game from this year. That's really good. Uh, and then the fifth one on the list, Death Stranding, because I mean Hideo Kojima just consistently kills it. Kills it. Yeah, he's like he's like a like like Remedy, for instance. Like, I don't know that he's made a bad game. I think every one of them, he he takes the tech to the next level, he takes the mechanics to the next level, he takes the storytelling to the next level. He always one-up himself, it seems like. And and I just, I really, really think it's something special, and I think it's something that we'll see, you know, more games like that. Uh, And and, and I think it, it's cool to see a AAA game come out that's doing something that different, because, like, to be fair, I think most of the games that end up pushing the industry forward are a lot of because they're the ones taking risks and doing the weird shit that AAA games are not trying to do because they're concerned about losing their ass, right? And, and but this game has the innovation of an indie game and is a full-on AAA game with Hollywood-tier actors giving fantastic performances and telling you one hell of a story and. It's super bizarre and it's super, uh, you know, it's dark in a lot of ways and it's just I don't know. It's really, I think I think it's something special. And I know I said I was going to do five, but I put an honorable mention on this list. A game that takes 
all of 20 minutes to beat. But this is one of those games that I think, like I said, is pushing the industry forward. It's a game My name is Mayo. <laughs> I have a platinum on that game. I'm not going to I have a platinum on both Vita and PlayStation. <laughs> there you? Yeah. Is it that the Vita game, one. Anthony? I not Anthony. Huh? Evan? That dick What's missile that? game? Dick <laughs> missile? No, that, that one didn't come out this year, but my God. Oh, man. What a game. <laughs> so what's your honorable mention? <laughs> it's called No Players Online. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a name oh, your own price game. You don't have the money, go go get this game for free. Uh, you can name your own price. Uh, it's on itch.io is where you're going to get it. It is only on PC, but it's a game that is styled like a retro first-person shooter. Think like old-school Unreal Tournament, right? It looks old-school. The way the level set up is like an old CTF arena like you'd see in Unreal. And you start playing it, and it's a horror game. Uh, you start playing it, and there's nobody online. So it's 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 recreating the feeling of going into an old game and going into an empty server with no play. And you, you go into this game, and you're just walking across, capturing the flag, right? Walking around. And once you capture the flag twice, uh, I don't want to go into too much detail about it. Yeah, the, the cake is is not even a lie in this one. It's not a um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to, I, I kind of don't want to say what happens next. You capture two flags, and then the story kicks in. You realize okay. what's happening. And, uh, and like I said, this is 20 minutes of your time this game's going to take. But it's one of those games that... It took me 20 minutes to beat it, but I thought about it the rest of that day and, and have thought about it multiple times because it's just really creative and really it's simplistic in its design, but it's super creative in its in its approach to telling you the story. And I would love to see something, you know, that I love to see that idea expanded upon. Gotcha. Check this game out. It's called No Players Online. That sounds pretty cool. So that's my must-play games of the year, and it. And it it's hard to make a, a list that's that small because I could talk about weird games and stuff, you know, all night. But I think, especially the first five are are just they're really something special. Go play those games. Yeah. See, awesome. I'd love to have you on again later to talk about kind of like to give us some of those lists of like your greatest games of all time or like best games of the 2010 decade stuff like that. Yeah, and just have the whole thing of that. And like no other topic, but we're running super long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm a long time here, but that—that's my 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 basic. You should play those five games and, and give that sixth one a chance because it's twenty minutes. You know. Listen, if if any show was to run long, it would definitely be the game of the year show. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, oh, and it for should sure. run long. Yeah. Like, and we're having fun and a great conversation. Yes. Sorry for all the editing, George. I, I know. I'm, I'm just over here crying silently. <laughs> if this podcast is late, guys, you know why. <laughs> My hard drive is on fire. <laughs> this hard drive's on fire. <laughs> hey, shout out to Borderlands 3 for that motherfucking credit. So I'm going to give him props for that. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> when that, that started playing, I was like, dude. no way. <laughs> that fucking, like... Oh, I wish the VOD was still there of me streaming that, because I was so pissed. <laughs> I was jamming. <laughs> but all right, before George cries anymore with editing, Anthony, you want to do the sweet nasty outro? Yes, yes, I do. All right, guys. Actually, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to us for the episodes. Thank you to Evan for coming on to the hour episode fifty to be one of our 
Actually, one of our panels, not even really a guest, but you're part of the team for this episode. So thank yeah, you I enjoyed so much it. for coming. Now, as always, if you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsparentsnerds, where you can donate to us if you need to support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. You can cancel at any time. Next up, find us on Twitter at dadsparentsnerds, Twitch at dadsparentsnerds, Instagram at Dad's Bridge Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Last up, you're going to find George on Twitter at ghioko. You're going to find also him on Instagram at thatguy underscore George 1337. Next up, you're going to find Tommy on Twitter at Nightwing593, Instagram Nightwing5930, and you're going to find me, Anthony, at all social medias at Dad Bob Place. Next up, you're going to find Evan Jordan at that Evan Jordan on all social media, right? Yep, everything. You got to keep that branding. Perfect. And also, if you need any sort of artwork or graphics done, please hit up Evan. He does awesome work. Um, until next time, this has been the Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, episode 50, guys. Episode 50. I'm Anthony. I'm George. I'm Tommy. And I'm Evan. And thank you, everyone, for coming out and listening. 50 episodes. It's been great. Take care, everyone. Have a good night.